Blog Talk Radio. You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. to have personal responsibility, political accountability, and corporate culpability. We must eliminate poverty. I don't care what color the person a child. Your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, and welcome to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. We are the return of intelligent radio as we ensure the free flow of opinions and push the envelope on the questions America's afraid to ask in the mainstream media. I am super excited about this morning's show, Blacks in Tech, How to Break In, as I have a couple of special guests on the line with me today, Dagam Adani, as well as Shanela Sweat. Thank you, King and Queen, for being on the Mental Dialogue Talk Show this morning. If you will, say hello to my truth seekers out there listening. And whichever, matter of fact, Queen, we'll start with you. If you will, um, and both of you give a little bit of your background, as y'all are both, what I understand, owners of Tech Time, that you can explain to the truth seekers listening exactly what that is. But, again, thank you all for being with me this morning. Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me. Um, yes, my name is Shanela Sweat. I am originally from Nashville, Tennessee, now recently relocated to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, currently, I work within the technology field as a senior consultant within um, within the field of organizational change management. So that means I help major companies and organizations transition through change, um, such as even changes like we're going through right now with the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, thank you so much, Queen, for being with us. And Dagam uh, Adani, if you will, King, go ahead and give out your background in addition to being a part owner of Tech Time LLC as well. Good. Okay, sounds good. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Dagam Adana, and I'm actually originally from Seattle, Washington, but I moved to Atlanta for um, for work and just opportunity here uh, about three years ago. And I met Shay at our previous employer, and uh, I think, I mean, we can dive into this throughout the show, but we we uh, figured out, you know, we need to kind of work on getting our people into the tech space, um, so we determined to make uh, or create um, a tech time um, 
for me, I work in the tech space. I'm a business process analyst for Coca-Cola. Um, yeah, so thank you for having us this morning. Nah, glad to have you on. Um, as Shanela mentioned, at a time like this, even more so, I was fortunate enough to meet Shanela at um, the Village Market, big up to the Village Market ATL, one of our quarterly events, one of our highlights of the of Atlanta, if you will, when it comes to uh, supporting black-owned and things of that nature. So I was fortunate enough to meet you there. Um, and so say, hey, let's have, let's do a show. And so based on me looking at kind of projecting my shows, it literally just timed out at a time where people are trying to figure out, in a sense, how to work from home, which obviously means working on a computer, uh, but obviously you're going to delve more deeper into um ways to make money via the Internet, if you will. And Tech Time, what I understand, is a school in which you help assist people get into the tech space from the way I understand it. But as you said, we definitely will delve into this. And so before we delve into Tech Time, if you will, and t- and letting our listeners know uh, in discussing this morning's discussion question, Blacks in Tech, how to break in, before we do that, uh, just obviously at, the, at a time like this, if I could just get both of yours, maybe a short take on, again, for what I understand, y'all have had this academy running for a, a period of time, but at a time at this very moment, just what's the landscape and how do you see the concept of us as African Americans needing to break into the tech space you know, if you will, even if it's not what you specifically train, just your thoughts on that at a time like this. So, Shanela, we'll go back to you just to give your thoughts on that very quickly. So it's very critical to get into the tech space. So prior to um, the coronavirus or COVID-19, Dogum and I had started Tech Time Academy, which stands for Teaching Everyday Knowledge, um, to get individuals who look like ourselves into the tech space. So a little bit about my background is I'm not technical at all. Um, As a matter of fact, I started out as a customer service representative, um, but I don't code, I don't program, I don't do anything of that sort. And so we had noticed that there was a huge gap in tech where wasn't a lot of us over there. And we had, um, as a people, we believe the myth that, you know, fat meat is not greasy and that we don't belong in tech when, honestly, we drive technology in a sense. We drive culture. Um, after COVID-19, I work, uh, as I mentioned, as a consultant, and a lot of the work that we do goes into research. And so prior to COVID-19, we had some studies that came out that said Blacks would be impacted um, 10 times more than other demographics. But after COVID-19 hit, we've had some more research come out um, that that number has increased significantly, meaning a lot of the jobs that we as Blacks or African Americans or however you, you know, consider yourself will be impacted even on a higher landscape because these jobs are now seeing, oh, this gives us leverage to automate these jobs even more. So we already had it pushed out to maybe automate in 2025 or 2023, but because of COVID-19, a lot of people, once things get back to normal, whatever that looks like, it won't be a new normal because we won't need your job anymore. Um, So it's, critical and crucial that more people that look like us get into tech, um, not only because it'll save a job, but it creates wealth, right? It creates opportunity. It creates creativity. Um, And it's not a better time than now because a lot of us are at home to develop and shape skills, so why not? Makes a lot of sense. 
Um, Dog, any thoughts you have in reference to at a time like this? Any thoughts before we go to our first initial break? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, what really sparked this for me was when I was working at our previous employer, um, and Shay and I were both probably one of the only black uh, employees there that were working in the IT space. And we had, at least for me, I'm very emotionally driven, and I see people who look like me, and I had friends who were downstairs working in the call center, you know, working, working their tail off, but the reward was not there, you know, and they would ask, how do you, how do I get up here? Like, how do I, how do I work in the IT space and how do I, how do I put my foot in here? And I think that's when me and Shay were really discussing and saying, Hey, like, it's not the matter of these people not being, or our people at least not being qualified or smart enough. It's just the resources are not there. And I think that's what really drove us to create tech time. And just like Shay said, at a time like this, when, you know, people are losing jobs, um, people losing opportunity, why not pick up a new skill? Why not, you know, drive, drive to figure out a new, new route or a new revenue of money? And I think that's what tech time really provides, especially for our people. No, nah, that's dope, man. Just keeping it real with y'all. I'm so glad to have y'all, like you said, specifically at a time like this, I always feel like our role in media is to try to get out the information that our community needs, and this is definitely that topic, uh, information, again, because people are at home trying to figure out what skill can I pick up. And the reality, as y'all said, this COVID-19 situation has moved up the digital time that we were – that was looming anyway, right? We Like like you mentioned, Shanela, maybe 2025, 2023 was the idea of maybe when the automation, in a sense, would have – again, it's already been taking place, but just kind of on a wide scale. But as, as, as you said, as these different – entities and industries are figuring out how do I make money in this in this new normal, if you will. Automation is definitely highly being looked at because, again, those that are fortunate enough to be able to work from home, uh, you know, maybe you will be okay, but if you're stuck at home and, and looking, you know, in a sense, how, I'm go- how am I going to make money or just really hoping that this thing stops so you can go back to work, as you said, Sinead, the reality is that may not be a reality, unfortunately. So we are up against the first break. When we come back, we will get hot and heavy into this morning's discussion. Blacks in tech, how do you break in? Blacks in tech, I'm sorry, excuse me. Blacks in tech, how do you break in? We are also have another special guest that we'll be introducing out of the break. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think. Big Sis Media Group is a full-service design agency with tools available to help clients communicate with audiences through visual and digital media. So what exactly does that mean? You need graphic design? Call Big Sis Media. You need web design? Call Big Sis Media. You need audio or video production? Call Big Sis Media. You need a branded strategy for your business? Call Big Sis Media. Damn, they do everything, don't they? Nope, even better. They're professionals. Whatever service you need, they do a consultation, send over a contract with a deadline, and meet that deadline. A true one-stop shop for all your digital and media needs, all at an affordable price. What's their website and phone number? BigSysMediaGroup.com, 404-465-4348. Again, that's BigSysMediaGroup.com. Call them at 404-465-4348. 
a lot of people that do ask me, especially my friends that were working in that call center at my previous employer, you know, they thought we were really just straight coding or straight developing. But um, the funny thing is, is that's not what we're doing. We're working with customers. We're face-to-face. We're trying to create a solution or a new process for a system that doesn't require us coding. It just requires us communicating and uh, making a solution. So I guess I would ask them, what would you, what are you interested in? You know, if it is developing or if it is coding, I would guide them to, you know, there are coding, there's Code Academy, there's different online sites or courses that you could take for that. Um, if it is communication or being the, the liaison, then I would guide them to what we do, which is, you know, create courses that will guide you into the whole IT field of what a project is and that will then walk them through to understand what the day-to-day role is of a business analyst or a project manager or a scrum master. And from there, you know, we'd coach them and help them understand that they can also become who they want to be. So. Now nah, that's beautiful. And Shanela, again, you were the one I met initially and what stood out when you were mentioning, because I actually met you um, again at the village market where it was a, a, food, a few wood men selling those amazing watches that you sell. So you were, again, kind of in another, you know, in your bag at another income stream, if you will. So I met you doing that, and that's when, when I got to talking about my show, saying, hey, you know, as an owner, maybe I could have you on, and you shared with me, hey, I got this other business, Tech Time, and you, you're the thing that you was most excited about, at least the way I recall it, and it was, again, looking at the watches, you was most excited when you told me about Tech Time to say, hey, you don't even have to know code. You know, you're already in tech. We got a school that's helping people. Like you were super excited to explain to people. And as you mentioned in your background, that's not your background. You don't have a background in it. So for anybody out there listening who's thinking or saying, well, I don't know if I have that background, you are a real living, breathing example of how to get into the tech space without having the background. So, Queen, if you just could kind of speak to that and highlight that, because, again, that's what I remember you for. Go ahead, Queen. Thank you so much um, for highlighting a few women. So, um, yes, I always get excited about that because the opportunities in tech are endless. So, like you mentioned, um, you don't have to code. You don't have to program. You don't even have to be – we have this image in our mind of who belongs in tech, and for a long time I didn't see myself in that image, right? Right. So for me, I came from a customer service background, meaning I took calls at a call center every day, and that's what I did um, in college. That was my job. And I had um, two professors at the time. They were male professors, and they were like, you know, you ask a lot of questions. Like they pointed that out to me all the time. And question asking, um, being intuitive, being a people person, being a listener, being a person that – Um, is able to speak to different groups of people, those are key skills in IT. And so once they helped me to um, see myself in that position, I took it and ran with it, and that's how I was able to transition into IT. So I get so excited because a lot of times with our people, you know, I don't know about y'all, but we see people who are Facebook investigators and Instagram, um, you know, leaders and thoughts thought leaders all day, and I'm like, okay, while you're doing all of that, you could be getting paid for that, you know? Um, Even in a sense Mm -hmm. where we see, like, TikTok, the app, we see us dancing, we're driving culture once again, everybody's doing this, everybody's doing that, but we're not monetizing um, or being paid from our skill sets. 
So I get really um, passionate and very excited about the opportunity because we already have the skills to do it. We already lay the foundation for tech, which is these people people skills. Now it's others who um, they're able to shape apps like Eli, who you can take into those avenues. But a lot of times we hear the conversation of people sitting at the table, whereas we're coming from the standpoint where we're just trying to get you through the door. Yes, we do want everybody to sit at the table eventually, but before you can even get to the table, you have to get to the door, right? So we want to use those skills, um, those characteristics, and those unique drivers that we already have and possess, whether it's us dancing, whether it's us talking, whether it's being nosy, um, but to use those same skills to to transition you into tech. That is our premise and mission um, and, of course, like you mentioned, that was my blueprint of getting into tech, me just asking questions, me just saying, okay, well, why are we doing this or why are we doing this another way? That is a whole skill set that is needed and necessary in IT. No, absolutely. And as you said, we are definitely often, quite often, the drivers of plenty plenty of industries and unfortunately quite unfortunately we don't always get paid off our own genius and this is in my opinion is where Eli this is a perfect segue into Eli Marcus again thank you for being with us as again the digital sniper so if you could speak to that because I think your position at least in my opinion on this show is you help bring this thing full circle because you are so specific in people taking advantage of these various streams of income via a computer. This is what you specialize in, and, and you know, just like they hear the story of Shanela saying, hey, this is how I got into tech, even though that's not my thing, you're the kind of person that if you just have a business mind, you can help that person figure out how to at least make money, even if their decision at this time is still not to go into the tech space per se. You, I think you feel like it's ludicrous for you not to be making money literally by opening up a computer. So you can just kind of speak to, again, some of what you're doing and how pertinent that is, again, at a time like this. Go ahead, Eli. All right, absolutely. Um, kind of like what the sister was saying, uh, people are really already into tech. Uh, they might be into tech as a consumer, but anyone on Facebook, Instagram, um, or these other platforms, you're already into tech. You're just a consumer in tech. Um, but it's important if you want to monetize that, like the sister said, there's ways to do that. There's ways to get, get your audience. There's ways to connect with uh, people who might want to advertise on your page um, or build a brand. Um, but as far as getting into tech, you don't have to be the number one person. You don't have to be the ideal person. You don't have to be the person that has to go out and raise money or invest your own money. You could be the number three or number four person by simply adding value to the, 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 the number one person whose idea it is or who's the CEO or the founder of the company. Many people miss out on opportunities um, by not forming alliances with the startup founders because uh, you could be a founder in a company because you're good at talking to people, like the brother said earlier. Uh, you could be the PR person, the HR person, um, the person who just, uh, who's their runner in a group, but you have an important position and you have equity uh, because a lot of these uh, startup founders, they may not have the money to pay anyone right now. That's your door. That's your opportunity. So the first thing, you have to have the mentality to uh, invest in something with your time if you don't have money before it's popping. Don't wait until something's popping and say, hey, I want to be on your team. It's popping now. It's making money. It's too late, you know, unless you're bringing substantial mm -hmm. value. Um, but if you don't have a, a tech background or you don't understand a whole bunch of coding, that's cool. 
All you have to do is have a good personality, be willing to learn how to add value in some capacity, and there's many people who will give you equity to be an extra hand on their team. So if and when it starts popping, if and when it gets that first investment, you're on board. You're an executive. So as it grows, you're in tech, and you might not know a lick of coding, but you added value at the right time. So if you can't invest with money, invest with time, and find a team to join if you're not the ideal person. Nah, very, very beautiful, to, again, to give full perspective on, again, a topic that's needed. But let's get into a little of the nuts and bolts, Eli, if you will, because, again, you do have a background in tech yourself. So for anybody who saw today's discussion, Blacks and Techs, how to break in. So for that person who may be listening that is thinking, well, actually, no, I actually want to be in the tech field. I do have a, a passion for this, or I just want to learn this new skill set. So if you could just talk about, you know, you as a, as a in a sense, as a black man deciding whenever point years ago that you decided to get into the space, what was that thought process like for you just personally, if you will? Um, well, you know, I always wanted to be a tech entrepreneur. I, I knew that that's where the world was headed in, uh, so that was something I was very passionate about. Um, but I don't, I don't come from money. I didn't have a lot of money at the time, um, but I knew that I wanted to be a tech entrepreneur. So I did a little research. You know, I found developers on freelancer platforms. Um, I found software where it offered the infrastructure of what I was trying to build at a very reasonable price, um, and I just you know, I, whatever I could afford to pay, that's what I did. I made deals with the, with developers. Um, okay, complete this assignment, complete that assignment. You know, because there's developers globally, okay? And the Internet gives you access, like, in, a, in the States. A developer might charge you several hundred dollars an hour or whatever. But you can find a developer in Ghana who has the same skill set, um, and they're charging, like, much lower, $15 an hour, $10 an hour sometimes, or a developer in India. Um, of course, there's a risk factor that you have to, you know, uh, take on as well. But if you're new in the game, um, read people's reviews, try to vet them the best you can. Uh, that's the best way that I got into tech is by finding those opportunities that other people might be ignoring because they're uncomfortable hiring the guy for $10, 15 an hour because they're far away. Um, they're in a country that may be known for doing scams or whatever. Who else? Um, but you have to find those kind of opportunities, close those kind of deals, for me, that's what I did. And whatever I could afford, that's why I put it in. I put that money in until eventually it was done, and I started making money with my apps. Uh, so just taking baby steps and uh, closing the right deals with the right people. Nah, sounds great. For anybody that's got a lot of callers out there on the line, if you have any questions or any thoughts on Blacks and Techs, how to break in, please hit the 1. If you're already on the phone line, you do have to press 1 to let us know that you want to speak. If you're online, the number to get in is 646-787-1691. Again, that's 646-787-1691. You do have to press 1 to let us know that you want to speak. Uh, that's excellent, excellent info once again from all of you. So if I, as I've been listening, and again, maybe just even the concept of we've got a couple of minutes before the next break, just the concept of just, so does either of you have a, maybe an educational background in tech on some level or some part just to even ask that question because, again, I love the fact that we're focused on that's not necessary to break into tech, but just maybe I don't know if I missed that. Do, do yeah. you have any educational background in tech? Go ahead. Yeah, so one second. All right, this is Dagum. Uh, yeah, I actually went to school for tech, and I 
graduated in IT. But um, initially, I went to school when I was going to school um, for my undergrad. Um, I wanted to study psychology, and I was like fascinated with the mind as well as just behavior. And my sister was like, "Okay, you know, that's a really good route, but you would need to get your PhD. You need to do this." And let's be honest, I'm not. I'm not trying to be in school for about 10 years, so I tried to figure out another route, and um, she pushed me towards IT. And she said, "Hey, there's you know there's a lot of opportunity here. You can make money." This would be a good place for you. Just try it out. And I went in. Um, I studied management information system, which is specifically business and IT in one. You know, you have your business aspect as well as your coding development as well as business management. And um, going into that, I learned, you know, there's a lot of opportunity here. Whether I like coding or not, I could be somebody. Um, I can add value, like Eli said, to a company. Um, I don't have to be the number one guy. I could add value as a number three guy and still get paid. And I think there's there's a lot of opportunity for our people because we have those skills. We hold those skills. And personality goes a long way. You know, people, there's a lot of people out there who could code, but they cannot communicate to save their life. And that's where you come in and, you know, you, you, you bridge that gap and you make it happen for that company. And your value is appreciated. Nah, that's major. We are up against the next break. When we come out of break, we'll continue this morning's discussion, Blacks in Tech, how to break in. If you're on the phone line, again, you have to press 1 to let us know you want to speak. Or if you have a question for our special guest, please call 646-787-1691. Again, that's 646-787-1691. And press 1 to let us know you want to speak. We'll be right back. All I ask is that you think. That ain't saying nothing against hip-hop. It's just I'm old school to my heart. I ain't converting over. See, you know what hip-hop don't do? See, hip-hop don't sing about love no more. And that's where Square Business Entertainment comes in. Our sponsors each month, every 30 days, are giving you a brand-new hit. So we'd like love to share their latest from Taylor Pace. Can't think about love. When an old couple prays, yeah. the sky's sun rays, taking helicopter rides over the Frisco Bay, and roll the clothes to kids winning first prize. When people are truly happy with themselves inside, like mountains capped with snow. Just to represent blacks in tech, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just the name of it is important because this this is the world right now, technology. You know what I mean? Everything that hasn't been disrupted is going to be disrupted eventually. You know what I'm saying? We saw music, film, fashion, retail, you know, information. Everything will end up disrupted. We might be wearing some digital clothes one day. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that, you know, to not have engineers, to not have math majors, to not have uh, entrepreneurs that look like us in that space, you know, will be failure. And eventually, 
you know that the the entry level moment gonna be over, mm-hmm. and you gonna have people with such a big lead on us. You know what I'm saying? And just terms of skills and experience and confidence, that is gonna be hard to catch up. So it's important that you know we we teach the young people STEM skills now, so that they can be eligible for Silicon Valley, and we make sure that we got entrepreneurs that are you know sniffing out the opportunities in technology. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, Blacks in Tech, Blacks in tech How to Break In, as you hear. Unfortunately, a year ago, we lost Nipsey Hussle, rap artist, but if you understood his story, he was definitely getting involved in tech with his Vector 90. So we just hear some really, really powerful words where he's projecting, hey, here's the issue with the future. It's going to be a lot of disruption, and now it's right here before us. So, Shanela, I know you've already kind of mentioned um, how important it is now, but just hearing those words from Nipsey Hussle, again, I think it's just a, a big part of this discussion or has to be because, again, if there's never been a time to wake up, this is it. And, again, just obviously – tragic loss in, in our community for someone who was pushing us in that direction, but just hearing his words, if you will, Shanela, just any any thoughts from you uh, in reference to industries being disrupted, and we got to figure out what we're going to do as a community. Yes, industries are definitely being disrupted, um, and I just can't do anything but emphasize how important it is for all of us to realize that the world two weeks ago will never be the same. So the world as you knew it before, it it won't go back to that, right? Nothing will go back to how things were. So the way we interact, the way we move, the way we work, um, it will all be different, and it's all being shaped right now. So it's imperative that we think forward. So a lot of them, even in these last few weeks, I've seen them, you know, they post all day about the number of deaths, the number of this, or, you know, they're even in a – entertainment mode and yes it's okay for us to mourn our old life because in a sense that's what we're going to be doing right we're going through stages of grief with Mm -hmm. this COVID-19 every day we have a different feeling about where we are and how it's going to impact us but at the same time we have to kind of shape our mind to think forwardly because eventually it'll be over right and our decisions of today is what's going is what's going to shape us tomorrow it's going to shape us when this thing is over and for me, it's time for us to be ahead of the curve and be prepared. So if you are a person who has been interested in technology, you've been interested, um, you've heard about it, maybe from Nipsey, maybe from, you know, wherever, it's a it's a place for you there. So um, with Tech Time Academy and me and Dagam, or Dagam and I rather, we really push that because it's, it's a place for you in any space in tech. If you are creative, if you are innovative, if you're a person who speaks a lot, if you're a non-speaker, whatever role that you play in this world, it's a place for you in tech. You just have to see yourself there, and we can create a career path that shapes and will get you to that destination. So I would say with all of these major disruptors, whether that's in our airlines and the uh, call center field, just everything will be shaped and is being disrupted to where we have to think forwardly. We have to think to the future. No, that's beautiful. I mean, I often say this. We got a caller. We're gonna go to the caller, but I often say, have been saying for a number of years, 
that STEM and tech and things of this nature have to become our new NFL. There's more, so much money available. Uh, I always tell people tech engineers typically end up with more money than the typical than the average football player. Of course, people think of the stars who made all the money, but the average player is not in the league that long. You know, get a, you know, get a, make a nice amount. But at the end of the day, you know, those engineers who can work all their lives versus a football player retiring at 28, 30, 35, whatever the case may be, uh, that engineer will, over the time, usually outdo the, the, the NFL and even the NBA players that a lot of times our community are looking to. Again, I would love to see this area become our new NFL. Let's see what the caller has to say. Area code 480-LAST-3314. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion. Good morning, guys. Love the discussion. My name is William Agnew, calling from Dallas, Texas. What's up, King? What you got for us? Hey, I just wanted to uh, add to what you guys have been saying. It's great, great information. Uh, I think as a black community, what we need to be aware of in regards to current events that everybody's obviously aware of is this coronavirus is, is, has pushed us technically uh, two years, uh, at least two years ahead in regards to technology. Um, I think what we're going to begin to see is uh, a transition into uh, a universal use of technology. And what you see is kind of uh, the financial. I think the financial play is the last is the last part that brings everybody on uh, kind of universally. And what you'll see is the adoption, no matter what age you are, no matter you can be 60 years old, you can be 40 years old, you can be 10 years old. Right. What, what's going to happen is this adoption of technology is going to be across the board um, mm-hmm. as we come back up. And so it's going to be important for us in regards, like you guys have been talking about, uh, not to fall behind. Because if you do the science and you do the research and you look at the investment that's being made into technology at the level of finance, mm-hmm. which is the most important, because that is what connects everyone everyone is relative to finance because that's what we do right we can see we're all sitting down right now nobody's working well some people are working obviously the essential the essential uh people are working uh but what we can see universally is how that connects us all and that is the last piece of the puzzle that connects Mm -hmm. everyone so 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 when we're all using technology for finance then it's going to awaken everybody as to the importance of technology and how technology actually plays a part in our lives very heavily. And with that being said, it's going to push us ahead dramatically, drastically. And my fear is uh, us as a community, we're so far behind in regards to that. I mean, if you go do the research, you see these guys have been putting this work in for 20 years. Right. Right. This new financial, this new financial system, which is heavily, heavily, weighted in technology, um, and I'm talking about a global technology uh, across mm-hmm. the board, coders, these very smart technical guys, and uh, we're very, very, very far behind in that aspect. Now, with that being said, and I don't mean to go along with it, but with that being said, you don't have to be a coder to play. That's the thing I think we also need to understand is that what we need to understand first is the value proposition to the customer. Right. Once you understand what that value proposition to the consumer, the customer, the person who needs the solution is, then you can find where you fit into any technical atmosphere. Right. That's a very important piece. And I think that's the piece that we often miss. How does this apply to us? How does this apply to society? How can this be a use case for society? 
And once you understand that, and once you understand how that fits, then you can understand where you fit and it doesn't become so foreign to you. And you're not scared of it because you don't think, hey, I got to be a mathematician or a technician to play. Right. The lady is saying, I forget her name. But it's important to understand that because there's room for everybody to play in this space. And that's important for us as a community to understand. But we have to understand what the solution and the use case and the importance and how it applies to us is first so we can understand where we fit in this technology space, which, again, we've been pushed three or four years ahead with this coronavirus. So it's coming even faster than it was before this. We've been playing with it. Now it's going to be part of our lives tremendously. So just this the point I wanted to make. No, no, that was, ama- that was amazing. No, that was amazing. And I want to highlight this, and I'm going to go to Eli next. I'll keep you on just in case, um, you know, something one of the callers, maybe, I mean, one of the, I'm sorry, one of my guests would like to say something to you as well. But I'll just, I want to highlight one aspect, and I think I know this is why you started there. So for anybody that's listening when he's saying, hey, this, this technology thing is going to incorporate all of us, I want to put a level of gravity on that because what, 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 what William is referring to is if you look at human history, what happens is technology has made advances, different advances have happened in human history to the, to the, extent, that, to the extent that a lot of times if you were older in the population, you could almost say, I'll ride out the old way. Because right. I'm, you know, I'm not going to be here that much longer. And what William's trying to bring to everyone's attention that even if you're older, if you're in your late 50s or 60s or 70s, this situation is going to transform the world in which you won't even get the freedom of not playing, saying I'll just ride out my retirement years. That that's something that right. has to be pointed out. And Eli, I'm going to go to you because I know you understand everything William just said. I think you would be the perfect person to give an example of what William is talking about when he says, even if you're not going to be technical, you're not going to be a mathematician, but that idea of a value proposition. So if you would, just share examples that I know you have of people who have no background whatsoever, but you've been able to kind of guide them in how to make money in this digital world, even though they're not digitally inclined, if you will. Go ahead, Eli. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, William, you made a lot of great points, uh, so I definitely give you your props on that, and I agree. Um, remembering value, it's all about value at the end of the day. I don't care what anyone else thinks about your idea or what you're selling. I don't care what investors have to say. I don't care what business lenders have to say or business consultants have to say. If you can convince a customer, especially through the digital world, through tech, that what you're selling is valuable, and they are willing to give you money in exchange for that value, you're winning. Uh, there's some people that would say, um, like this, I think there's a platform called OnlyFans.com, <laughs> and uh, the people get on OnlyFans, <laughs> these influencers, um, and they are just doing nothing. They're talking. They're, um, and, and people are paying them. Their, fo- their followers are paying them to just post pictures and post videos. There's another platform I saw. I forgot the name of it. It starts with a P. So what people do is they sit in front of their game, gaming system and they play games um, while the webcam is looking at them, and their followers watch them play games, and they're tipping them while they're playing games. That, that's value proposition for that ass. You know what I'm saying? Like no one else has to think they're valuable. I, I, I look at that, and I think it's ridiculous. Why would I pay you to watch you play a game? Now, of course, some of these you know, women are pretty. They have maybe a pretty appeal. 
Um, some of the men, maybe they're talking smack while they're playing games. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's got their own angle. But they exactly. are making money from their niche market of followers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's value proposition. So, William, great point. I agree. Thank you. Hey, William, it. one last thought before we let you go, man. You always give a uh, – I, I might have to start, I might start having to give out four cents for certain callers because you always give a little <laughs> more than the, than the average three cents, if you will, King. But if you will, I'll give you one last thought, and I'll let Dog and, you know, Shanaylee even kind of respond to some of what, what they heard you say. But I just want to give you one last thought before I let you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I said a mouthful. I just, you know, I, again, I just want to make sure that, you know, the people listening understand the importance. And really my biggest concern is really around concern. And the concern is we are so far behind in understanding the capacity of where technology is about to take us, right? And some of us are awake, but a lot of us, a lot of us are really, 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 really in the, in the, in the dark ages, really, because the difference between what you're going to see moving forward and even where we are now is going to be a night and day difference and because it's going to be universally accepted and people are going to understand it. And once they understand it, they're going to realize where they are, where they sit in this space. And the problem I see is they're going to be so far behind is that they're not going to know what to do or even have the ability or the, uh, the, the runway to catch up, right? Um, so it's important to understand that, you know, you got to get on this train. You got to get on this train some way, somehow, start doing your research. YouTube is there. Um, use it, research, understand what it is, find something. We're all sitting down. Nobody's busy right now. I mean, you know, very busy. So now's the great time to close that, those, those, uh, to close that gap and, and, and educate yourself and get that skill set. And, and, and you can self-educate. Uh, strong it's point. Not about, it's, it's not about yeah. – one more thing I want to say is it's, it's not about degrees as much as it used to be. Right? That's another thing technology has done. It's leveled the playing field, right? It's leveled the playing field tremendously. So don't think you've got to have the paper in order to have the value. You know what I'm saying? You can do it without the paper. The degree doesn't nah, mean absolutely. certain fields. Certain fields it actually does, you know, it's like, like you know, the medical field and stuff like that. But in, in fields like technology, you know, it, it's all about what you bring to the table. So thanks, man. Appreciate it. Nah, absolutely. We are up against the break. Thank you for, again, amazing three cents. William, when we come back, I think um, you, you segue Dogger and Shanela into something specifically, again, not about that necessarily that degree to make that money because they haven't been helping people do that for a while now. So you're listening to the Mr. Right. Dialogue Talk Show. Well, all I ask is that you think we'll be right back. Do you need a video to help promote your business on social media? Contact Black Ivory Digital Marketing to get a professional, high-quality video within 48 hours. Let more people see how your business can help them. No matter what type of business you have, we can create a video for you. Authors, realtors, life coaches, insurance agents, stylists, therapists, and more. We got you. Is your business next? Contact Black Ivory Digital Marketing at 470-635-1241 or info at blackivorydmf.com. Again, that number is 470-635-1241 or email them at info at blackivorydmf.com. Hey! 
Where did you get that hat and t-shirt? I like that. Oh, I got this at moneymotivation.com. It's fresh, right? Yes. And I love the message on it, too. You are the hustle, huh? That's what the shirt says. I am the hustle. They embody the entrepreneurial spirit. And what I like the most, it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle for those who want to put in the work and expect to have the final things in life. I also follow them on Instagram. Check this post out. If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong? Or how about this one? Excuses made $0 an hour. I like those. What's their IG? At moneymotivation.co. But do they have any ladies gear? Yes, you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get you a few things so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go. And everywhere I be, be. I don't even talk, talk. They still go with me. Because I look like money. Smell like money. Talk like money. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, Blacks in Tech, how do you break in? Three special guests on the line with us this morning, Daga Madane, Shanela Sweat, as well as Eli Marcus. Daga and Shanela, they are the owners of Tech Time, and it's a perfect segue from my last caller talking about, I got to get one last thought in. It was a perfect last thought, the idea of not necessarily needing a degree. Again, that is what I understand. That's what Tech Time specializes in. So, Daga, I'll let you uh, kind of address that idea for somebody who said, okay, I want to catch up, but do I got to go to school? Uh, what, what does that look like when it comes to Tech Time, if you will? I think I have some classes starting pretty soon, so I'm going to kind of segue way out into that as well. Go ahead. Go ahead, King. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, I mean, a lot of people ask, do you have to have a degree or a certain certificate or, you know, just go to school especially to get into that IT field? And the answer is no. You know, um, I think back in the day, yeah, you might have to have that, you know, that degree that kind of gave you that boost or just that leverage for you to get into that IT space. But for many of the people, you know, even in Silicon Valley right now, a lot of them are high school graduates, you know, um, a lot of them just have the skill they are in their basement practicing or just trying to learn how to be a coder or a developer. But um, just a simple answer is no. You just need a lot of drive, um, personality, and, you know, just ambition. Um, and I think that's what we try to push for in our courses. And we try to leverage that by showing people, you know, the everyday worker can become a business analyst. The everyday worker can become a project manager, you know, um, and we do that by showing examples of what you do in your current position uh, and how that can transition into um, actually adding value as a business analyst or a project manager. Um, you know, you take uh, a specific person such as a, um, for example, someone who is a waiter, you know, um, they are taking down your uh, order. And that's specifically what a business analyst does. They, they take down a requirement for a product and they write that down. And people don't understand, you know, the value that they have currently are enough. They just need the resources. And I think um, from our last uh, session or the last person who was speaking mentioned that you know, IT is taking over and IT is like the new world and we need to catch up. And as a whole, African-Americans in general are far behind. And in general, like I think to quote even Nipsey, he mentioned, you know, giants are going to crumble, you know, big companies are going to crumble. And Back in 2008, when I was listening to that, you know, I was like, what is he talking about, you know? And um, I think it really resonated when I understood, you know, Uber came out in 2009 and 
do you think Yellow Taxi was ready for that? Do you think all those people holding those medallions mm-hmm. were ready for a new company to come over and take over? And, you know, the medallions at that point were worth about, what, a million dollars in New York. And now they're worth, what, 200000 And for those of you who are asking, how do I know about the medallions? I mean, I'm African in general, so taxi, so I understand that aspect. <laughs> but, so, yeah, we did it straight from somebody who knows. Now, I feel you on that one. You know, I appreciate. But, but I'm just saying, like, uh, yeah, I, no. they, they had no idea. You know, they, they didn't know IT was coming, mm-hmm. and we didn't know. And a lot of them lost their jobs. A lot of them couldn't make money. Uber was just coming and taking all those positions. And a lot of them had to transition and become Uber drivers, you know, drop their taxis. And that that being said, it, it's just funny because that's what the world is coming to right now. You know, we everything is digital. Everything that we can do right now that we are doing manually, it's going to become automated. How are you going to add that? How are you going to be, be there, you know? No, absolutely. The Uber is the perfect example because when you talk about a disruptor, you're talking about it comes mm-hmm. along, it's in the market, it's making money, and then the whole country has to figure out, okay, maybe we need some laws for this new way yeah. of business. You know what I mean? Different airports saying you can't, Uber can't come there, and, and Uber was able to have, you know, basically their disruption, they're getting talks with mayors of different cities saying, hey, you should allow us to be here, and here's how we'll be a benefit. So, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, it was coming, and people didn't even see it coming. Should they live, if you will, again, as a part of Tech Time, uh, what does it look like for a student that's, in, in a sense, finished one of your courses, and they're saying, okay, now I got this information, uh, what does that look like? Because I remember, again, in meeting you, your excitement at, at the fact that people were really raising their income significantly because, as I say, tech tech should be our new NFL because they're basically handing money out. And so, if you will, just tell me what that looks like. Someone's finished tech time, and I don't know if y'all assist, assist with that, but I know y'all have some great stories on people literally significantly increasing their income just by moving from a, a former field into the tech field, again, whether they were a coder or not, if you could just, you know, highlight some of those examples. Definitely. So what it looks like um, before tech time or last night, what I heard was um, before BC, which is before coronavirus, um, it would look <laughs> like an individual who would be um, transitioning and they would be going into um, the field of tech. So what we specialize primarily is business and, uh, business analyst roles, project manager roles, um, or customer success roles, which are um, entry-level positions for someone who does not have a technical background at all. What we then offer is assistance with confidence coaching and confidence building um, because essentially a lot of people, you can have knowledge from everywhere, but people become knowledge hoarders and they don't actually act. They don't do anything with it. Um, so we help them to, one, gain the skill sets and the knowledge of what they can always what they can already do through their transferable skills, but then we put them into action mode to coach and develop them to say, okay, you are a business analyst. Tell yourself that, you know, believe that you are what you want to be. Believe that you are this thing. And we help them um, kind of level set their minds in that playing field to absorb what they've learned. And then we help them with their resumes, um, we help them identify the choice in their career path. So in the technical space, 
There are a lot of full-time positions, but there are a lot of contract positions. So we help them um, kind of decipher which angle would they like to take. If you take a contract position, you may be getting $65 an hour, but you may not be getting health benefits, right? Versus if you take mm-hmm. a full-time position, you may be in a position where you might take uh, 70000 but you have full benefits. So we help them kind of make that transition of what it will look like if they go through either path. And then we help them um, identify the companies they, that they would like to work with or work within. So, for example, we recently had a truck driver. Um, he's actually a friend of ours who decided to go through the course um, after about a year of, you know, making that mindset transition because for a long time we were like, you belong in tech. I can assure you that any job that you're doing in the service role, customer service industry, teacher, whatever it may be, your worst day in tech is not comparable to a day in the field. I know personally, me being as a customer service, um, my worst day in technology was where, you know, we had somebody on a meeting who said no, you know, to our requirements. But in technology, you have the leverage to say, okay, well, this isn't working. Well, let's try this. You can still move forward. Whereas the worst day in a customer service role was every day. You know, you have these people going in on you every day. So, I mean, it, it's not even comparable. So for a long hey, that time. that working, right? Yeah. Just to get rid of that. Every day is terrible. Every day is terrible over there. I promise you. But for this person, that's all they knew, right? So for a lot of our people, all they know is pain or all they know is this job where they're going to talk to me crazy or these people going to, you know, basically crap on me every day that they can, you know, take advantage. And so we kept telling this individual, hey, just take our course. You know, we'll walk you through this. We, we, we do this. We know this. And for a long time, they were like, no. Finally, this person took our course. They were able to walk through it, absorb the knowledge, um, and basically transition their income. And, Doggo, you might have to chime in for this. I know he made um, an hourly amount of, like, maybe $20. This role that he has now is in the $45 hour range. So he's doubled his salary by just transitioning from our course, and he was a truck driver. I mean, not a technical person, not a person who, you know, coded or anything like this. This was a person who was like a supervisor at Penske. That's the company that he worked for. So it can be anyone that has the urge or desire to transition that we can make things happen because as we all have kind of mentioned on this call today or on this show, anybody can transition into it's not one degree that's not applicable. So if you have a communications degree, an English degree, you're not doing nothing with it right now, but we can help you utilize it in tech because of you. You know, and, and I say that because with our people, one thing that I've realized with us at one point, people having the degree, that was the gatekeeper to keep people in and out of tech, right? Um, right you had this right. image of what that looked like and who those people were because those are the people who were, you know, our Bill Gates and, uh, you know, this person and this person. You had an idea of who was over tech. As time has progressed, as technology has progressed, we've leveled that. You know, we've been able to break barriers. And I feel like with black people, we follow all the rules. So we follow all the rules and we need all these checklists and feel like we need all of these degrees and certifications. When these white men that I'm in meetings with, they can barely read and they're making decisions for all of us. So I just say all that to say you don't need these um qualifications or these you have to meet these checklists to get into tech it's a room and space for everyone to make money it's room and opportunity for everyone to grow and it's room and opportunity for people to advance so i know you had like the nfl 
um, example, and that's a perfect example that, you know, when you get into tech, you are likely to be in the space of a person being well off. You are likely to be a person that can then invest your money in different avenues and diversify your portfolio and, you know, move into a space. So, like, with me, I have a few with men, which is a wooden watch collection. But if it wasn't for tech, I wouldn't be able to invest my money or time into other avenues. You know, no, I would that's, a great, no, that's beautiful to even appoint that that aspect that it affords you so many other things that we often desire. We are at the top of the hour. We'll come back. We'll continue this morning's discussion, Blacks in Tech, how to break in. If you're on the phone line, you do have to press 1. We've got several callers out there. Press 1 if you're trying to ask a question this morning. If you're online, the number to get in is 646-787-1691. Again, that's 646-787-1691. You will need to press 1 to let us know you want to speak. We'll be right back. All I ask is that you think. My name is Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. I am the owner and facilitator of the Mental Dialogue Community Support Group focused on practical solutions and the collective thinking of the black community. We do that one of two ways, every third Friday, 7 p.m. at Urban Grind, or Saturday mornings, the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Contact us at mentaldialogue.com or on Facebook at Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think. When an old couple prays, the sky's full of sun rays. Taking helicopter rides over the Frisco Bay. And roll the clothes to ride. Kids winning first prize. When people are truly happy with themselves inside. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. Thank you to our sponsor, Square Business Entertainment. I love this new cut by Taylor Pace. Can't think about love. Please go check them out on all digital platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, Pandora, all of them. Go check them out. Love the music they're making at a time, again, where you don't hear 
in my opinion, music about love anymore. They're doing it on a regular basis, so definitely appreciate them sponsoring. If you have a business or a service yourself, you would like to get out to the smartest audience in all of radio, please contact me directly as well. This morning's discussion question, Blacks in Tech, How to Break In, special guests, Daga Madane, Sinead Sweat, as well as Eli Marcus. They've been giving us beautiful insight about how to break into tech, which people are starting to understand the gravity of what that means right now. But I will say if you're out there listening, trying to figure it out, or even fear what's coming, um, hopefully you can call in and maybe ask questions of our experts of what that looks like. If you're just now tuning in, they've been breaking down whether you have a tech background or not, whether you have a degree or not. There are ways to take advantage of the world that is coming. And, Eli, I'll start with you at the top of the hour just after listening to, again, what our tech time owners have had to say about, in a sense, what that looks like. But the thing that I consistently keep hearing mentioned, whether from them or even our caller, uh, William is the idea of the mindset change, and that's something that I feel like you master in the people that you help get into the space. It, it's in a sense, I don't know if it's necessarily people that you're looking for, but at the end of the day, you stress what is the mindset necessary really to just make make a difference in whatever you're choosing to do, but in this space in which you can teach others how to do it. Um, if you, Again, I want you to... You kind of mentioned it, but speak to it even more so because of the, you know, again, culturally trying to catch up. There's things that we have to understand so that we can stop saying we're trying to catch up. If you don't want to be the person catching up, in a sense, what are you looking for or what are you trying to train in the mindset to enter this space and get this money? Go ahead, King. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's a shift happening in society. And um, some people are going to level up off of that shift, and some may be uh, left behind um, or just be behind in general. Uh, but if, if you, it's like uh, the real estate game. You know, markets change all the time. Um, while the market is in the, the position that it's in right now, now is the best time to, to, to stand on your square um, and to be prepared for a more digital world. Um, just take a look around. There's, there's a, you don't have to be the, the starter of a, of a project. Uh, but there's platforms you can join, um, OnlyFans, Instagram. I mean, there's countless of them, Uber, Instacart, to uh, to um, maintain your position on where the shift is going. Um, and you can you can profit off of that. So just figure out where you need to be, what team you need to be on, um, and, and jump on those opportunities. Because once this shift is complete, um, if you haven't done your work, and if you're not connecting and plugged in, um, you may not receive as much opportunities as you could have received had you prepared. So now is not the time to just Netflix and chill uh, for the next several months. Now is not the time to just sleep and, you know, you also get your, get, get in the digital game. Figure out how you can position yourself and your family and your tribe uh, so y'all can profit off of a, the change that's happening. Um, know where you need to invest, you know, your resources or your time into. Be thinking about that. Just brainstorm. It's nothing to stress over, but just brainstorm and have that on your to-do list. Uh, because the world is changing with or without you. Um, so I think that that would be the, the mentality and the mindset that I would encourage people to just kind of adopt. Put it on your to-do list to think about what's happening in the world. Um, and it doesn't have to be a stressful process. Just just be in the know. Be in the know. Be, know what's going on. Have conversations with people who also know what's going on. Give your theory. Listen to theories. Just be present in what's happening, and you should be okay. 
Now, it makes sense. Let me have you go a little further, if you will, because I always love to give people that are listening or the truth seekers out there an opportunity to hear um, someone who's in the space exactly how they think. So I know you have a couple of apps or uh, maybe even more than that, but two that you highlighted for this show. So if you will, if you don't mind, walk us through, as again, as William said, and you, everybody said this COVID-19 situation has sped us up two or three years. And so as this thing was happening and coming online, and again, you were already pretty successful in what you were doing, if you will, just if you walk us through what we, either app, again, either app, however you did it, what, what was your thought about what do I need to change, how do I need to market? Because, again, I know you were pretty, you were rolling pretty well. So what changed for you? How did you think about it? If You, you know what I'm saying? Like if you could just kind of walk us through even just the brainstorm for either one of the apps in reference to these mm-hmm. changes just for people to hear how that, what that looks like from somebody who's already doing it, if you will. Go ahead, King. Okay. Well, you know, with any business concept, um, you have to be willing to change um, with when markets have changed, when conditions have changed, or when something you're doing is not working or not making as much money as it could be making. Uh, when you get feedback from, from customers, from users, you have to be willing to change. I think for me, um, I'm, a, I'm a, what do they call it, a pure-blooded entrepreneur. Um, so this <laughs> whole pandemic that's going on, it's almost like this is just Wednesday to me. It's just another day. Um, because when you are an entrepreneur, wow. you live in – there's an element of being in a chaotic state of mind, mm-hmm. but it's it's what you do. You know, it's how I survive. This is – I've already been there. Um, conditions change all the time for me uh, in business. Um, I've, I've had seasons where maybe one of my projects didn't make any money, and I was in a pandemic, and I had to, you know, I had that, uh, mm-hmm. to, to get out of that or to, um, to reflect and, and figure things out. So I think people who are already entrepreneurs, this isn't – I'm not going to say it's not a big deal because people are dying, um, but it's just another day for them. They, you know, they've been doing this. They understand that uh, conditions change drastically. When you don't rely on a paycheck um, and you have to make your money, and if you don't make your money, you just don't eat. Um, eat what it, you kill, it, it right? Pre- <laughs> right. It develops a certain mentality in you when when you're – when I when I, I've been living like that since I was 21, I'm 32 now. Um, so yeah, this pandemic, you know, it's like uh, it's ingrained in me. Um, when things change, okay, now we got to do this, got to do this. But people, you guys understand, you are responsible for you. Um, you are responsible for you. You're responsible for what happens to you, um, no matter what happens in the market. Take on that mentality. Don't rely fully on the government to save the day, or for um, other institutions or other people to say that they don't think they going to figure out, become they. Sometimes we repeat that they word. Oh, they're going to, they going to, they working on this or they working on that. Mm-hmm. Be as self-reliant as you possibly can. Get as close to that as you possibly can. And, um, you know, work towards a solution uh, to, to, to uh, save and um, advance you and your tribe. Now, I love it. If you're out there on the line and want to get in, please press 1. If you're online, the number to get in is 646-787-1691. you got an opportunity to speak to people who are helping people get into this space, experts in this space. So how do you break in? If you have a question in how to do so or where, what your direction should be, please call in the Axi experts. Uh, with that said, I'm hoping – uh, Dogma, I'll start with you on this. I'm hoping that Tech Time is seeing a groundswell with 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 what's happening again, uh, the idea of and I'll keep saying this, reiterating. Uh, I would love for 
STEAM and, I mean, STEM and tech and things of that nature to become our new NFL, but I hope there are people that are now saying, you know what, I know you've been telling me to do this, but I'm ready to do it now. I hope you all are seeing the groundswell. Is that, in fact, what's happening, or are we still going to have to kind of go knock on people's doors and tell them, come get into this while it's available? And Because what happens is if the whole world is scaling up and trying to do this, it's going to be even more competitive now. So are you seeing that right now? I hope so. It's kind of a mixture of both. Um, I think Chanel would agree that, you know, we have a lot of friends and family that are, you know, impacted by what's happening right now. You know, a lot of people have lost their jobs, but they see both of us still living our normal life. And they wonder, you know, how are you guys still getting paid or how, how are you still breathing, you know, and, and it's, we're in the IT space and we provide those resources for you to get into those space. So we've had people, you know, reach out, sign up. And I think that's also why we're here because we want to help people right now that are impacted. And I think Eli mentioned it earlier, you know, we're, we understand that, you know, as an entrepreneur that we're in, we have those states where it's just constant. You might not be making money, but you know, for a lot of people right now, they are, shook you know they haven't seen this they don't know how where the next meal is coming from but we understand that you know there are other ways or other resources for you to get um, a new source of income and that's what we really want to provide right now for people and um, we've had people call us Uh, we've had people who have already interested but didn't want to make that leap Um, but now they have so much time in their hands that they they want to use that resource so it's been a mixture of both for both of us Hey, it got knocked off, today. This technology thing is real. COVID-19 is attacking. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't want us to get the info out to the people, man. They don't want it. <laughs> They're hating on us, man. <laughs> they don't want us to get it out, man. But, nah, but I, I actually I actually hate that it, people are not knocking down your door. So, again, it's great a great opportunity to share this information. So I hope people are really soaking in. There's plenty of ways um, to to get in. And, and, and again, if 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 people are not knocking down your door at this point, because again, I know you've been around, and as you said, you're marketing and sharing your company with plenty of friends, and you know, as well as um, just obviously marketing your company. Uh, but if they're not knocking down the door, I'll tell you what at least makes me think about um, is the idea that that as we keep hearing people say our culture, our community, whatever you want to say, is behind. If they're not knocking down your door, that that makes me think the fear is we're just hanging on, waiting for it to get back to normal. So I'm going to say for anybody out there listening, our new normal will not be what, what it used to be. So if you are not getting it through your head that this is these are people that can help you transition, uh, I, 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 I've seen Eli – literally hold people's hand and get them to the market making money. Uh, so definitely please take advantage of what you're hearing today. We all forget to break. When we come back, we'll continue this morning's discussion. Blacks in Tech, how to break in. All I ask is that you think. Big Tits Media Group is a full-service design agency with tools available to help clients communicate with audiences through visual and digital media. So what exactly does that mean? You need graphic design? Call Big Tits Media. 
You need web design? Call Big Sis Media. You need audio or video production? Call Big Sis Media. You need a branded strategy for your business? Call Big Sis Media. Damn, they do everything, don't they? Nope, even better. They're professionals. Whatever service you need, they do a consultation, send over a contract with a deadline, and meet that deadline. A true one-stop shop for all your digital and media needs, all at an affordable price. What's their website and phone number? BigSysMediaGroup.com 404-465-4348 Again, that's BigSysMediaGroup.com Call them at 404-465-4348 Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. Again, I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, Blacks in Tech, how to Break In, special guest, Daga Madane, Shanela Sweat, as well as Eli Marcus. You brought up the, it's so funny that you brought up the fans-only page, Eli, earlier in the show. I just so happened to see one of my good friends. Uh, we started a new uh, podcast on the Mental Dialogue platform, the Money Motivation. We'll do that, actually, this upcoming Tuesday for anybody out there, like, out there listening. If you are trying to t- change your mind and understand this game of money, you definitely want to tune into the Money Motivation uh, podcast on Tuesday night. But with that said, one of our squad members, as we call them, the Money Motivation um, Squad, one of our squad members put up a post specifically about fans only showing the the money that they're making on average. And so when he put the post up, people were kind of initially clowning it until he showed what they make on fans only, which is I, I, I heard the term, didn't know much about it, but it was so extremely eye-opening to find out how people were making $17,000 a month literally from a fans-only page. And people could do a lot with it, but it was just funny that you brought that up. Uh, Elon, again, you mentioned there was plenty of spaces out there doing that. Uh, I think you mentioned even for yourself, you have several ways that you're trying to, in a sense, stream income. If you could just even just expand on and reiterate how silly it is not to get in. Again, I'm just trying to push the mindset. We are a mental dialogue. All I ask is if you think, if, if we can improve the conversation inside your own head, we can improve you, and therefore we can improve our community. So I know I'm kind of reiterating and focusing on the thought process to enter this, but if people, are, again, are not knocking down Tech Times' door, I am afraid our people are hoping and hanging on to the old it is no longer here. So, again, how silly is it not to jump in today, in your opinion, Eli? All right. Well, you know, I have this saying um, that I always always tell people, and that saying is, there's a seat for every ass. Um, <laughs> so the first thing I would be interested in is knowing what is a person's vision, what, what's your goal, what kind of life do you want to live, what's important to you. And based on that answer, I will tell them if it's silly or not to get into tech. Um, because not everybody has some freedom and flexibility um, and self-sufficiency and um, financial, you know, advancement, that's not important to everyone. Um, for some people, they just want to, you know, they, they have other goals. And um, I, I don't think it's silly. That just means you're a customer. Um, and I, don't, I will find a, a way and a reason to get your money through giving you a product or service in the digital space. Um, so that's their, that's their seat for their ass. But if you're telling me your vision and your goals for yourself is um, to be ahead of the curve, to be a leader in industry, um, to make money in different ways, um, to never 
be um, vulnerable to what what's happening in the world, whether it's a virus, whether it's a recession, or whatever else is going on in the market, then I'm going to tell you, you need to get into tech. You have to have some kind of positioning in the tech industry. Um, so, yes, it is silly in that way. And like you just said, someone made an OnlyFans page, and they're making $17,000 a month. So these are normal people with average, um, you know, intelligence level. These people don't know how to code. They don't know how to – they're probably not even, you know, really that good in business, but they have a personality, and they're monetizing it, which to me is smart. You know, they're doing what they can. Mm-hmm. They found the seat for their ass in creating a OnlyFans page <laughs> And using their personality right. to make money. So they're making the move that they need to make for them. So there's a seat for every ass. So it all depends on what your vision is for you. Um, and if you have a, if you don't, if you're not that ambitious, which is cool, I'm not judging you. It's up to the tech entrepreneurs to figure out how to, how to make money off of you. You know, if, if you're not um, ambitious, okay, well, Uber, you can still request an Uber to take you to the liquor store so you can drink um, 16 hours a day. And you just paid over, so great. You just you just gave them money. Um, you're still on Instagram, and advertisers are paying for your attention to put products and services in front of you. So, bam, you're adding value in that way. There's a seat for every ass, so I value everyone's ambitious level. Hey, right, I love the concept, love the thought process, King. We actually got a caller. Let's get a caller. Area code four four last three four one nine. Give us your name. Where you're calling from, and your three right. cents on this morning's discussion. Hello, caller, you're live. Caller, if you're trying to get in, you actually have the broadcast in the background. We won't be able to hear you, so if you, I'm going to put oh, you yeah, on mute. Sorry, yeah, Please let come. me. Uh, right, yeah. Okay, you good now? Okay, yeah, yeah I'm hear you clear. Oh, oh, this is Frank. I know this voice. What's up, Frank? How you doing, hey, King? Hey, how you, you doing? How you doing, brother? How you doing? Yeah, about, <laughs> maybe about a year and a half ago, hey. you've been trying to beg people to follow your follow your path. So, uh, again, I know this voice anyway. You're one of our members, one of our longstanding right. members. But if you will, King, I'm pretty sure you yeah. got amazing three cents in addition to your own story. So I'll I'll give you a little more time that. because, again, I, you I made really, that really, really appreciate maybe that. Maybe over a year ago. Yeah, go ahead, King. Right. I'm going to be real brief. I really appreciate that, you know, you guys are speaking my language this morning. When I first heard about, you know, technology, it was more of uh, this. Everything I saw about technology was about some smart, you know, Asian dude that, you know, have some type of a special skills or some special type of intelligence. And then, you know, after about 18 years of being in business, I decided to venture into it through my little brother, who's a... Uh, um, an intelligence analyst uh, with the Booz Allen in Washington, D.C. So, you know, I just gave it a shot. So went back to school, you know, got a degree, and then got into the industry. And to my surprise, I'm like, well, is this all this all it is about? So I immediately went back to the community and I said, hey, guys, you know what? This whole IT thing is really, really, you know, it's lucrative. You know, they, they, I mean, the job stability and everything, I want to see more black people because when I walked into the offices, all I saw was Asians and, you know, others, not blacks. And so Montoya and I have actually talked about this. And when I heard about this show this morning, I'm like, you know what, I got to get on this show because I want my people to hear it. You know, thank you guys so much for what you're doing. Well, I hope, I hope that somebody will take this information and run with it, you know, because right now you don't even need a college degree. You just need just some type of a basic training to be able to get your foot in the door, you know, so many different entry-level positions 
you know, that you can build your career on. But for some reason, this message just cannot resonate with, with our people. But thank you. That's just my three cents. You know, I love it. Let's keep talking about it, and I hope somebody hears it. Now, I appreciate it. I'm going to have you speak on one thing, if you don't mind, because, again, I, I, you know, again, you're a member, and I know your story. And so just to give a little more context to me knowing, again, Frank's story, this is a longtime entrepreneur, um, different, you know, a serial entrepreneur, if you will, and being successful in other areas without an IT background, did, cho- did choose to go the, I, the, the degree route, um, mostly focused on security, uh, just to throw that out there. I know you don't mind me sharing that part. But oh, no, absolutely not. Mentioned, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but as you mentioned, surprised at how the actual IT world works, and you now have an organization paying for your doctorate because you were a hard worker willing to literally jump into a space you had never been and You've easily scaled above the infamous six figures if you throw it out there. Again, you were doing well anyway, but this just changed the whole game because you're constantly talking about legacy and what you want to leave for your family and how this has added so much to the game for your legacy that you're always focused on. But I just wanted to give a little more context of your story. You did this about a year and a half ago, if I remember correctly, and you've already scaled to this level. Am I correct about that from what I recall? Of the story? That, 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 you, you are absolutely right. You are absolutely right, brother. And, you know, I'm glad, you know, you gave me this opportunity to expand on it a little bit. Guys, I've been in IT for less than five years. You know, I don't have a lot of extensive experience, but this is what has happened to me. I got into the security space. You know, I got a job, a good six-figure income, you know, um, even on the entry level. You know, I was fortunate enough to get a, a job in the security space. Uh, you know, started. I'm the kind of person that I'm very curious. I always like to, you know, learn and improve myself. So I took advantage of the opportunities that were available uh, within the company that I was working with. Number one, um, I jumped on um, certifications within the company, covered that. And then number two, I looked at the uh, tuition reimbursement program and um, jumped on uh, an MBA and a doctorate. This is within... Um, what, 2017, three years. So now I have a job that pays me to sit at home and pretty much advise. I'm a security advisor right now. So I just pretty much sit at home and advise, you know, for a good income, um, sit at home and do my schoolwork, uh, you know, and to add value to, you know, myself and my career for free. All right. Uh, I'm currently uh, as an, a, PhD, a PhD student at uh, James Madison University. I'm doing a combined uh, MBA and PhD um, information uh, security and leadership, all for free through my company. All right, so it's so much that, you know, I, and see, when I go around my, my community and all I hear is music and sports, music and sports, it bothers me. I try not to really talk about it too much because most of the uh, organizations that I'm a part of, especially black men, all you hear is I'm in the music industry, I'm in the film industry, everything has to do with entertainment. I'm not saying there's something wrong with it, but I don't think these people are really making that much. It's too much of a hustle. It's so saturated. I'm trying to get people to look on the other side, but it's so difficult to really, really direct people's attention to the other side that is so uh, you know, it's a whole a psychological trick to this whole thing where we just don't see ourselves in IT. 
that, 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 you know, we just don't see ourselves. But people, I'm an example. I'm a black man. I'm African, okay? We can do it. It's not that complicated. And to top it off, yesterday, Amazon offered me a second job. So now I am, just yesterday, Amazon wow. offered me a second job working from home. So now I am going to be juggling two six-figure incomes, okay? And sit at home and, and you know, do all my work for my PhD. How cool can that be? You know what? I can marry Lizzie. Uh, I can play. I'm, 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 I'm enjoying cool. it, and I hope that somebody would no, take it. No, no, let me say this real quick, and I've got to let you go. But it's especially cool in the world where social distancing might not be going away soon. And so it didn't even affect your world. It didn't change anything that you are already doing in addition to getting a Absolutely free not. along the way. Nah, absolutely. Appreciate the story. So thankful that you did call in. I didn't even prompt you to, but I, I'm not surprised to hear you jump on this show. So thanks a lot, King. I, I appreciate that, sir. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, Shanayla, we got a minute and a, about a minute and a half, so just we, we'll, we can continue the conversation before the break. But I'll just say um, his story probably doesn't surprise you or Dagum at all because, again, y'all have created those stories. So uh, just, a, just a quick thought, again, before we go to break, and we can continue to thought after the break on what Fr- the caller Frank had to say. Go ahead, Shanae. He doesn't surprise us at all because he sounds like people we've worked with, but he made a really good point to see, um, to say how hard it is to get our people into tech. Um, one of the barriers that we have, or opportunities rather, is how can we make tech attractive, right? How can we make tech sexy? Because what we see is people are gravitating towards the music industry, the rap industry, and that's cool if you want to be in the forefront, but think of yourself as a producer. You know, make beats, engineer, do things like that. Um, Those are the people who are making money on the back end that we don't really acknowledge, um, or take two instead of it's the person in front of the camera who's, you know, in the videos doing X, Y, Z, or the athlete when it's room for us everywhere in IT, even in that space. So I definitely no, I love it. highlighted that point. No, absolutely. Yeah, like you said, the tech engineer, doesn't matter if if the last if your last album sold well or not. The tech engineers go be there regardless of which artist has to come in the door. So now, very, very smart point. We are up against the break. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think. Do you need a video to help promote your business on social media? Contact Black Ivory Digital Marketing to get a professional, high-quality video within 48 hours. Let more people see how your business can help them. No matter what type of business you have, we can create a video for you. Authors, realtors, life coaches, insurance agents, stylists, therapists, and more. We got you. Is your business next? Contact Black Ivory Digital Marketing at 470-635-1241 or info at blackivorydmf.com. Again, that number is 470-635-1241 or email them at info at blackivorydmf.com. A woman talking about entrepreneurship and her passion, and she's like, I'm a unicorn, and I'm here to talk about a unicorn experience. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) I am not a unicorn. And it's one main reason, if you remember one thing, unicorns are not real, and they are fantasy. 
when you see one, you might want to touch it. You might even think that it's such a, an exceptional thing and so rare that you'll never see another one again. And you might even want to take a selfie. Please don't have that reaction to my existence or any of my peers who are moving and, and making ways for themselves in the tech industry. Instead, let's talk about how you should react to someone who is rare in a space. And maybe that's you, or maybe you're on the other end of that conversation. So how should you feel? The first thing you should recognize is that we are people who've been taught how to dream. We have to first ask ourselves, why not me? And that's a very difficult question to answer. So you often have to have someone else believe in you before you begin to believe in yourself, whether that was painting things, building things, going outside, learning how to code, which I'm not an engineer. I'm a finance major, in fact. But the next question you have to ask is, why not now? Everyone who's in that room as a rare or an only decided that now was the time, is an extremely action-oriented person, and decided to maybe not wait for an example. These are people that you can take a chance to think about that they've asked these questions and pushed through them and decided that it's now their moment to act. And so when you see that only in a room, take a second and also realize they know they're the only. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, Blacks in Tech, how to break in as we hear uh, a pretty cool cut from someone in tech just breaking down the idea of us. As she says, we're not unicorns, even if it's not a lot of others in the space. She goes on to say that the next step and the next goal is to keep bringing people in so that it goes from you may be the only one in the room to there's a few of you in the room. And as you hear our last caller, Frank, passionately saying, hey, I need more of us in. And you hear our special guest, Shanela, saying, how do we make this thing sexy? Again, if it sounds like we're harping on the mindset or if this is the time now, we are. We are. And, and, and again, let's move it from being the only black, two or few, two or few being more. This is necessary. I hope y'all are hearing that. If nothing else, uh, Dogama, I'll let you kind of jump in at this point again, being the owner of Tech Time, uh, basically a tech academy that helps people for anybody that may just now be tuning in. This is a company that helps get you in in a various ways. Even if you have no technical background, please take advantage or call in and ask your own questions. If we're not answering your questions, please talk to our experts today. Go ahead, dog. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yes, sir. So, I mean, I think just going back, I think, um, to Shay's story earlier about our friend who, you know, was in that trucking industry and wanted to move um, to the IT field. Um, actually, he was my roommate. And, the one problem that I really saw with him was, I don't know if he was back, actually, but Dog, every real day. Quick, sorry to interrupt you, but you're, you're not coming through as clear for me, and more than likely that's what the audience is hearing as well. So I don't know if it might be the way you're holding the um, phone. Sometimes I may have, you may have to call back in. So if you could maybe hold the phone just a little different because we want to definitely hear what you're saying. Um, so if you could just kind of sure, sure. maybe start again. I'll, yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, it, seems, it sounds a little better. Yeah, it definitely sounds a little clearer. Go ahead. Okay, sorry. Let me know if you can't. But um, I guess I was just going back to the whole story earlier about the one of our one of our um, friends who actually did go through our course, and essentially he was my roommate a few years ago. And um, I, one thing I really remembered was 
really his stress level. You know, um, he worked in that trucking industry, which was very demanding. And they would call him, you know, they'd call him at all times of the hour. And he would just be, you'd have to get up and get back to work. And on the other end, I was in the IT field where time is all I had, you know. And um, I would be going on vacations. I would be taking trips. I would be trying to create a new source of income for me, whether it was, you know, just finding a new um, entrepreneurial site or just finding something else that I wanted to be interested in, whether it was stocks or, you know, foreign exchange. And um, I think that's the one thing that we provide for people, which is time. You know, tech just hence our name, Tech Time. But we, we provide you with not only a resource or education for you to get into that IT industry, but as well as the benefits of it. You know, I think uh, a lot of people who, who are working a dead-end job are, you know, they go to work, they're living paycheck to paycheck, have no time to even think of retirement or think of savings, you know, and that's what we provide for you. You make a six-figure income, and at all, all in that time, you're also working on another type of business that you want to have um, because time is really all you have, and that's what we provide for people. Now, that's beautiful because before now and being faced with the, uh, again, as, as William said, we've sped up the technology that was inevitably coming anyway. We sped it up by at least two to three years. But a lot of us have, in a sense, have this concept, even if we, as you said, working maybe a dead end job, we have this concept of uh, figuring it out to be able to do what we're passionate about. Well, this space, Eli, you're again the perfect person to speak to this. Whatever your passions are, as Dogum just explained, the tech world provides that level of freedom. So you could, you know, might be like Frank sitting at home. He's decided to take a whole second job that pays a whole lot of money, but that could have very well been you love painting and you get time to do it whether you get paid for it or not. Like the freedom is, I think, the reason you love this space the most. Speak about that, if you will. Go ahead, King. All right. Well, you know, uh, not just freedom, but flexibility um, and not being restricted to one uh, geographical location as well. Um, so I love mm-hmm. all those factors. I walk around with my 13-inch um, MacBook Pro laptop. That is my office. I don't pay any office rent. Um, I'm nomading right now, so I might be in another country. And that is the full extent of what I consider my digital empire is in this laptop. That's what tech allows you to do. That's what the digital space allows you to do. Um, And my entire team is virtual, developers in India. Uh, My support staff is in the Philippines. Um, And we have a really good uh, accountability system where I can see what they're doing, make sure work is getting done, and they're reporting back to me. That's what tech, um, depending on what your position is in the tech world, but that's what I like. That's what I find attractive and sexy is to be anywhere in the world, but I'm running an American-based business. Um, so if, if, uh, if shit were to hit the fan in Atlanta for whatever reason, I don't have to be in Atlanta and I can still run my business, um, or anywhere, anywhere else in the world. So I can be on an Island. So that's what, that's the freedom and the flexibility that I believe, um, tech in the digital world, um, allows you to assume, uh, depending on where your position is. So even the people who are on OnlyFans and these other platforms, they're selling their personality. They're getting paid for their personality. But it can be anywhere. They're not restricted to one specific location. So that's the freedom and the flexibility that if anyone who's interested in getting into space, that's what allows you to do it. You can be anywhere in the world and still run your digital business. 
Hey, I re- highly recommend that you follow Eli. One of my favorite shots you put up recently, been following you for a long time, King, was the shot prior to you returning to the States because, again, this brother is living everything he's talking about. I could say that firsthand from knowing the brother. But one of my favorite shots in the last few weeks was that one where, you you know, again, this is almost a missed this crisis, if you will, uh, again, before returning to the States, but you that shot you sent where you basically looking out over the water, over a balcony, balcony, but you had it focused on your computer, and you said, believe it or not, I'm working right now. <laughs> so classic. <laughs> Classic, classic shot. If I could dig up that, brother. So, and glad mm-hmm. again, glad to have you in your circle. Uh, and I hope in the next segment, you know, if there's availability for people to come under your tutelage, you know, definitely speak about that. Uh, Shanela, as you're again hearing uh, Eli basically basically explain this world that you obviously know very well. I, I think people should hear that we're pretty much pleading them to enter it. Um, but I, in a sense, I don't know why we should have to plead considering the paradigm shift, again, that is very real. And, like, again, I'm not in y'all, in your space from that standpoint, but just one, again, I, I didn't didn't make up. This area needs to be our new NFL, our new NBA for no reason. And, and, and even in seeing that landscape a decade ago, just kind of realizing that's the reality, um, the concept of getting left behind is something that we've heard for so long. But as Eli mentioned, Knight and uh, – oh, I think it might have been William that said it, but things are basically going to go from night to day. You know what I mean? It's going to be that type of contrast. And so getting left behind in this new world is very different than even what it currently looks like right now. Like getting left behind in this new world is, in my opinion, and see, I want to hear what you think about this, is there is no way to come out of getting left behind in the way the world is about to become when it comes to full transition into a digital age because we're not quite there yet, but it's coming. Any thoughts on that, Queen? You won't come out if you get left behind this time, in my opinion. Your thoughts? It's a really um, profound way to put it um, because I don't think that people will – come out the same way. There's already a huge disparity right now. Um, I can only imagine what it will be when this is over. Um, Because with this process of COVID-19, coronavirus, Corona, whatever you're calling it, um, it has speeded things up tremendously to where, um, like I said, even my company, they're already looking at opportunities. They're already asking me for um, okay, well, what business opportunities are you about to come with? Because we're about to change our whole business model to shift to accommodate mm. this crisis. Um, so with mm-hmm. that, you know, being said, the way I do work is already changing. I'm already preparing for a disaster because, in a sense, that's what I do as a change manager. We prepare for disasters and we walk organizations through it. So what a lot of these organizations are already doing is putting in their mind six months, nine months, a year from now, we're laying off uh, 2,000 people, you know, 2,500 people. They already prepare for these things ahead of time. It's not things that they just come up off the whim and do. Um, Mm -hmm. But they're saying, how can we make this uh, the new normal? Change manager, how can we walk this through our organization where we're doing these layoffs and we're replacing these people um, and placing automation in for them? How can we do it in a way that it's not shocking because it will be the new normal? So walk us through this process. How are we communicating this to the world? Um, how are we leveraging 
our skill sets in our company now to prepare for what we're already about to do, being that they're seeing how much money they're saving um, when they don't have people out in the field or when they don't have people coming into a building every day, when they're not having to pay for people's lunch anymore, when they're not having to pay for people's travel or X, Y, Z. So they are already reaping the benefits of this as well as uh, these companies are receiving bailouts, right? They're getting the stimulus check. So for them, it may seem like they're hurting, but they're just repurposing what they do. And so for a lot of people that look like us who are not making these decisions, we're not in these conversations, um, you're either ordering off the menu or you are the one on the menu. And for us, a lot of times we are the individuals that are on the menu to be ordered, to be cut, to be, you know, taken away. So um, I know something that we'll be able to bounce back from, and I think um, for a lot of people, in their mind, they just feel that things are going to go back to normal when it will never go back to normal. We we no longer have a normal. I mean, if we haven't seen even whether it be with this presidency or just where we are as a collective and whole, nothing is normal. And normal hasn't even been normal for quite some time. Um, so I don't know why mm. we would even feel that reassurance that things would go back to what was because it never will be. Um so for us, you know, we are in the process of just revamping to highlight those benefits of tech. Like Eli had mentioned, like Dogum and I travel. Yeah, matter of fact, Queen, let me do this. Let's t- let me, real quick, let's go to our last break because I definitely want the last segment to to get to really highlight how people can have access um, to what y'all are doing as well as Eli, if he wants to point out those opportunities as well. So we'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think. Hey, where did you get that hat and t-shirt? I like that. Oh, I got this at moneymotivation.com. It's fresh, right? Yes, and I love the message on it, too. You are the hustle, huh? That's what the shirt says. I am the hustle. They embody the entrepreneurial spirit, and what I like the most, it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle for those who want to put in the work and expect to have the final things in life. I also follow them on Instagram. Check this post out. If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong? Or how about this one? Excuses made zero dollars an hour. I like those. What's their IG? At moneymotivation.co. But do they have any ladies gear? Yes, you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get you a few things so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go. Everywhere I be, be. I don't even talk. My name is Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. I am the owner and facilitator of the Mental Dialogue Community Support Group focused on practical solutions and the collective thinking of the black community. We do that one of two ways, every third Friday, 7 p.m. at Urban Grind, or Saturday mornings, the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Contact us at mentaldialogue.com or on Facebook at Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think. If you have a product or service you would like to get out to the smartest audience in all of radio, please contact me. If you are a listener, make sure you are sharing important shows like this. This is the transition. We cannot tell you enough this morning's discussion question, Blacks in Tech, 
how to break in. We got experts. We're going to get into how you can break in. Uh, again, uh, Eli Marcus, one of our guests, pointed out the fans only page. So if you're one of those people that's giving some money to fans only page, go to mentaldialogue.com and keep intelligent radio on the air. So even if you don't have a product or service, you can be a supporter to ensure that you keep getting intelligent radio, giving necessary information to our community. So we do need your support. So if you like what we're doing, please consider supporting. If you have a product or service, please advertise with us. With that said, special guest, Dalgum Dane, Shanela Sweat, and Eli Marcus, again, for Blacks in Tech, How to Break In. Shanela, I'll kind of let you continue in a sense where you left off because, again, this is our last segment. So I definitely want people to understand how they can access. And, again, you still got time to call in and ask a question if you like as well. But talk about, um, you know, how people can access because the thing that you said, and I'll let you go, is right before the break, was how you're saying these companies are – you've positioned yourself for the companies to come to you and say, hey, here's what's going on for us. How can you help? So that's the opportunity for anybody out there. List All of these influencers, people in tech, have put themselves in a position to pretty much you go through them. It's going to be handed to you in a sense because you hear companies are coming to them saying, hey, how can you help us? Go ahead, Sinead. Yes, conversations are already being had, um, decisions are already being made, and the way technology moves is a lot of times when the consumer, everyday person has seen something, us from the background have already been a part of that development, sometimes years ahead of it being released, right? So uh, mm-hmm. with these discussions, they are asking how are we moving, how are we integrating with this process, and what are we doing um, to solve and help with some of these issues. And with Tech Time, that's what we do. Um, we can't promise you a lifetime of gold, but we can promise you a lifetime of benefit, right? So you're able to have that flexibility. You're able to travel. You're able to not live your life on three days of PTO um, that you've gotten over two quarters. You know, you're able to have <laughs> money and access. Um, and to live life without restrictions. So I know for me as a customer service representative, I had the grim reality that, okay, what you about to do with this $12 an hour? You know, nothing. And even if I were to move into two and three roles ahead of that, what can I do with $18 an hour? I really couldn't do much. Whereas with tech, you are permitted with so many so many um, accesses that you were not allowed to tap into beforehand. So that's what we do through Tech Time. Um, we actually have a class that is starting on April the 8th, I think, um, where you can check that out on our website, techtimellc.com, um, as well as sign up to our email list where you can get involved with our next enrollment date and our next classes that are starting up. But I'm the living blueprint. Dogum is the blueprint of what could be Eli. Um, amongst others, that it is attainable. It is something that you can do. It's something that you can tap into. Um, Another good example of how you can be in tech without being in tech is, I don't know if you guys have ever been on YouTube, but if it's a song where you don't know the words to something, it's literally people who upload lyrics to songs and their site or their page or channel, rather, is being monetized because they're getting those hours. So it's just thinking creatively, say, okay, what can I do that people need and that people are looking for that I can make money for that will put you in the tech space? So that is just what I have to say. Um, the time is now. If it wasn't before, it's, it's the time is now to get into tech. Um, it's room for everyone, and it's a place for you there. I love it. Actually, we got William out of Dallas trying to get back in, so let's get him 
um, in real quick. Hey, William, we got you live on the air. Give us your three cents. Thanks for getting back in, King. What you got for us? Hello, King. Uh, hello, William. Were you trying to get back in? Did I miss you? The boy wrong. All right. Doug, I'm going to let you continue adding to that. Again, I know y'all are both co-owners, but, again, for someone who wants access, again, I just mentioned there's a class on April 8th, but if you could even give even more, um, like let's say April 8th is too soon for somebody, so in a sense, how often are classes, if you will, and maybe even, I think you've already mentioned it, but just to kind of reiterate it for somebody that may have just tuned in, uh, what type of classes are, are, in a sense, being offered, if you will, and, again, how often, if you can kind of speak to that as well. Sure. So, I mean, we are kind of essentially a consulting company and we will work with, you know, anyone that's willing to work as well as just anyone who has ambition. And if April 8th doesn't work for you, you know, we do have a consultation where you can go on our site, uh, give us a call and we'll work with you in terms of what's, what your schedule looks like and what your availability is. But uh, usually we try to try to do rollouts for our classes or courses every month. Um, we try to get as many students in. We try to have them, you know, follow the, the the actual courses as well as what we have aligned for them, and they reach their milestones. Um, and like like Shay said, uh, we can promise you a life of benefits. Um, what we do is just try to have you reach that new goal, that new step, and um, just you know try to have you live your best life. And I think one thing I do want to say is I I honestly hate PTO. Uh, that's something that Shay was mentioning earlier. Um, I just see it as just some you know, corporate bullshit. I, I think that you should have the <laughs> life that you want to live. <laughs> I just don't like it. You know, it's kind of, I don't want. I just think yeah, I respect it like slaves. You know, because it, it's just like you know they. Here, here's four hey, or five corporate slavery. Absolutely, I get it. I'm. Hey, I've been out. I, 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 yeah, I ain't moving like y'all moving, but I've been out the corporate plantation for a minute. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I'm definitely of the, the, the. I'm definitely a runaway slave, if you will. You know what I mean? So, so I, I, I need to listen to my own message that I'm saying to everyone else. I, I'm definitely exploring some other industries in addition to the income streams that I have now. But, but yeah, y'all done sold me on getting into tech, and my friends know I, I, I actually die test tech to just be 100% real, but at the same time, um, even in sharing that and speaking to the concept that our community needs to make STEM the new thing, it's not my thing, but culturally for us not to be in it, to see the levels that we are in different aspects of the of that industry, whether it be science, technology, and math, uh, I always always attune it to. If you go back historically, in a sense, if we were the creators of this thing, and now to see how our community runs from it, uh, and having that personal experience myself, my father was definitely pushing me down the engineering thing, I, the engineering path, if you will. Uh, I definitely still think I'm a liberal-minded poet and philosopher at heart. Uh, but you know, with a friend like Eli, no excuse for me not to be in tech. That's just keeping it 100. Um, but again, you know, just kind of you know jumping in there and, and telling my story, if you will. The push is because um, not only is there a quote unquote a lot of money, but it's the freedom, the benefits, and our country. For those who even care about that infrastructure, is weak. We see it firsthand right now, and so in surviving this, that will be a huge effort to fortify that infrastructure so it is a space that will be readily available and you could be like Frank getting two six-figure jobs sitting at home because 
Um, the reason our country flies in so many people from other countries and give them that specific um, uh, uh, immigration um, qualification that they get is because the, even the U.S. is long known we don't have enough Americans in the space. And so it's a chance to literally take advantage of it wholeheartedly. Uh, let me check on this one caller before I go to you, Eli. Again, we are near the end of this show. William, I'm just checking on you. King, are you trying to get back in or are you still listening? All right. Yeah, I'm just making sure I got get to my callers. I think I missed one. All right. With that said, um, Eli, just, hey, again, I respect you as a digital sniper in this space. Um, the, kind of what, what's your last thoughts in, in reference to blacks in tech, how to break in? Last thoughts on that, King, if you will. My my last thoughts is just take the leap of faith, do your research, take a risk for yourself, jump. You know, we all can be a digital sniper in this day and age. No one has to know who you are. No one has to know your gender. No one has to even know your race for you to make money off of them. Um, I'm pretty sure um, over the tens of thousands of people who have paid me online, uh, I've had some racists give me some of their money. I've had some people (laughs) who might hate black men give me some of their money. Um, I've had some people who would never give me their money in person give me their money online because they didn't know who owns the company. So there's no excuse. You can be a digital sniper and um, definitely make some money in the tech and the digital space. Um, Just do some research. Take a leap. And, again, you don't have to be the ideal person. You don't have to be the the person with the money or the investor. Join the team if, if that's not you. Just be of value in that space in some type of way, and you can eat off the ecosystem of the tech industry. If you speak well, if you're just a good runner, if you're a good organizer, you're good at organizing information, or even if you just know how to do secretary duties and plan meetings for your CEO, there's an opportunity for you to make money in this space. Open your eyes, be present, and join the tribe uh, that that you think is going to win. Hey, speaking of joining the tribe, is there any access to you that you would like to put out publicly again, not trying to put you in that space if that's not how you're doing it, but I definitely want to let you have the opportunity since you're all on the platform to share, you right. know, even if it's just a how to follow you, if, however you want to do that. Can you speak about what right, the absolutely. apps, whatever you want to do? Look, if you, if you want to reach out to me, um, definitely hit me up on Facebook. My name is Eli Marcus. Marcus is spelled with a K. That's M-A-R-K-U-S. Uh, inbox me if you want to, want to chat it up, shoot it up. Let's see if there's a synergy between anyone that's listening. I'm totally cool with that. So I, I, I respond to, to all of my messages. Um, you know what I'm saying? This is for the culture. Um, you know, let's, let's advance ourselves and our tribes forward because the opportunity is endless. Now, that's what I love about all three of you um, in, in the sense that, you know, yes, you can even, you know, again, y'all even mentioned certification. So there's a lot of classes you can go take. But the one thing I heard consistently from all of you, which is what I love Anytime that we enter spaces, whatever that industry or space may be, the one thing is we, a lot of us still enter the space with some level of obligation to our own to the extent that when we hear your story, like y'all said, you're literally walking people through resumes. You don't just give them a certificate and they're off on their own. For for people that are, you know, willing to work and help themselves, y'all are there for them in a way that a lot of schools that don't look like us that you might could take a certification you get that, you know, you're on your own. Again, you can make it that way, but why not seek out your own who's so focused on getting us in the space? So I thank y'all. If you could, um, Adane, Jamela, if you will, is there a specific website or anything like that? If we can get that out real quick, we've got about a minute before the end of the show. So uh, get that out very quick, if you will. 
Yes, our website is T-E-K Time LLC, so Tech Time LLC. You can also email us at info at techtimellc.com. Um, Jasm and I will always monitor that box. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, Shanae Sweat, S is in Sam, H is in Henry, A is in Apple, N is in Nancy, A is in Apple, Y is in Yogurt, L is in Larry, and A is in Apple, last name Sweat, on LinkedIn and or on Facebook. I love it. Let me say to all of you, anything that you just gave out for information-wise, send me a DM on Facebook, and I'll make sure when I share the show that that information will be right under the show. For anybody out there listening, if you've got family and friends who should have heard this show, please share it. Thank you all very much. Every Saturday, the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. All I ask is that you think.